Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. American citizenship can rightfully be said to be one of the most precious gifts a person could have. Millions, if not billions, of oppressed peoples around the globe would love to experience our level of freedom of, and opportunity, even in its currently repressed state. Our nation is gracious with immigrants. According to the Pew Research Center, by a wide margin, the U.S. has more immigrants than any other country in the world. Naturalized citizens can become captains of industries, congressmen, Supreme Court justices, or even presidential cabinet members. In fact, immigrants have filled all of these roles. There's only two things a first-generation American citizen can't do in the United States. Hold the office of president or vice president. Article 2, Section 1, Clause 5 holds, no person except a natural-born citizen or a citizen of the United States at the time of the adoption of this Constitution shall be eligible to the office of president, neither shall any person be eligible to that office who shall not have attained to the age of 35 years and been 14 years a resident within the United States. The Twelfth Amendment to the Constitution further reads in part, quote, but no person constitutionally ineligible to the office of president shall be eligible to that of vice president of the United States. John Jay, our nation's first chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, stated the natural born citizen clause was needed as a check against foreign intrusion into the affairs of our sovereign nation's government. Now, what is a natural born citizen? It's someone born to parents who are both U.S. citizens themselves. In the U.S. Supreme Court case of Minor v. Happersett, 1874, the Chief Justice wrote for a unanimous court as follows, quote, The Constitution does not, in words, say who shall be a natural-born citizen. Resort must be had elsewhere to ascertain that. At common law, with the nomenclature of which the framers of the Constitution were familiar, it was never doubted that all children born in a country of parents who were its citizens became themselves, upon their birth, citizens also. Some authorities go further and include as citizens children born within the jurisdiction without reference to the citizenship of their parents. As to this class, there have been doubts. The basis for said doubts emanates from the constitutional framers' heavy reliance on the Law of Nations, a book translated by Emmerich de Vital into French from Latin. In the late 18th century, French was the official language of diplomacy. All the founders were familiar with the Law of Nations. The French version of the Law of Nations is visible here. As translated into English, this means natural-born citizens are those born to parents who are both citizens. All natural-born citizens are citizens, but all citizens are not natural-born citizens. The first seven presidents of the United States were citizens at the time the Constitution was ratified, and thus were not required to be natural-born citizens. Our first natural-born citizen was president was Martin Van Buren. The U.S. Supreme Court has cited Vital as an authority on this subject on numerous occasions, including in the venues of 1814, Justice Livingston writing a unanimous decision emphasize the value of Vital's definition of natural-born citizenship by proclaiming it to be, quote, 
more explicit and more satisfactory on the definition than any other whose work has fallen into my hands. In Shanks versus DuPont of 1830, Justice Story cites the principle of Vital's definition of natural born citizen as follows, quote, for children born in a country, continuing while under age in the family of the father, partake of his national character as a citizen of that country, end quote. The 14th Amendment did not alter this understanding. In United States versus Wong Kim Ark of 1898, Justice Gray was analyzing the 14th Amendment and specifically cited to and upheld the opinion in Minor versus Happersett. Contrary to any claim by the left, the requirement of being a natural born citizen to hold the office of president and vice president has nothing to do with color of skin or family heritage. It simply demands that the highest offices in the executive branch must be at least second generation American citizens. In its essence, the requirement is a matter of national security and nothing more. The issue is once again relevant as current Vice President Kamala Harris was born to parents who, at the time of her birth, were not American citizens. It matters not what her skin color is. It only matters if her parents were American citizens or not on October 20, 1964. Don't just know your Constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic as well as other critical information and please share this with others.